guys, welcome to another episode of the story behind the photograph. Today's episode is actually more about several photographs, not just one. This is going to be uh, about my first trip to Glacier National Park. But before we get started on this episode of the podcast, I'm going to announce the winner for the photo print slash photo session giveaway from the previous episode of the story behind the photograph with the uh, Tetons, the Bifrost over the Tetons episode. So the winner is Mindy Miller. You are the lucky winner of a 12 by 24 metal print or a photo or video session. So the story starts back in 2014 Aaron and I had planned a trip to take our kids up to Glacier National Park. So we had actually uh, uh, had reserved these the little cabins that you can reserve up in the Many, Many Glacier Swift Current uh, area. And so we had these all reserved for, I think it was late July or August. So we were excited to go. We had got those reserved like in uh, March or February or something like that. And then come, I believe it was April or late March, we, uh, our youngest son decided that he wanted to split his head open and get stitches. So we had an ER visit for, uh, for him. And then a week later, Aaron ended up going to the ER for some, um, some other issues that she had. Uh, I think she was dehydrated or something like that. We ended up uh, having to cancel that trip uh, because of, uh, you know, some hospital bills that we had to pay for the ER. We were kind of bummed about that. So later that year, I had was introduced uh, to a guy named Eric Bame, who owns a hotel up in uh, Flathead Lake, so up in Kalispell, basically. And he just loved my work, and he thought, and he told me, he said, hey, you got any pictures of uh, Glacier National Park? And I said, oh, I don't have any. I was actually supposed to go up there a few months ago, and we couldn't go because of uh, some, some ER visits and stuff. And so he said, oh, well... We are remodeling our hotel, and I think it'd be great to have some of your pictures hanging up in the in the guest rooms and in the hallways and things. So uh, I said, "Yeah, that'd be awesome." So he said, "Yeah, come on up in the summertime. We'll we'll uh, take care of you as far as a hotel. You know, we'll give you a place to stay, and and then uh, you can go take pictures of the park, and and then we'll uh, we'll buy the." Uh, by the prints to, to put in the rooms. Great, it was perfect, It was uh, that was the plan. Come summertime, I think we had, had it planned for the first week in August for Aaron and I to go up and go on this uh, little um, work trip to go take pictures of Glacier National Park. So we headed up and um, we drove up through Idaho and we kind of took the long scenic route. We went up through Salmon, Idaho and up through the Bitterroot uh, mountain mountain range there and kind of was just taking the long way around because it was uh, it was a road trip for us basically so we got up into Kalispell and I think it was on a Saturday Sunday it was when we got up into Kalispell and we kind of drove around town we went over to Big Fork and and checked out that uh, cool little cool little town there if if you're not familiar with Big Fork it's kind of like a Maybe like a small park city, very, uh, very mountain town, very uh, touristy, kind of really cool small town uh, vibe to it. So we uh, 
Then spent Sunday and Monday in Kalispell just kind of hanging around. We got to meet uh, Eric's uh, wife, Rita. She's the greatest, greatest lady. And uh, hung out with them for a couple of days. And then we headed into the park on uh, Tuesday morning, early Tuesday morning. So we had gotten, gotten up about 4 o'clock to get in to go into the park. And on the way there, I had scattered out a little spot to photograph the Milky Way where it was where the Flathead River comes into Flathead Lake, so the inlet there. I wanted to try to get some Milky Way pictures. Uh, the hotel that we stayed at was the best restaurant at Flathead Lake, so it was right there on the north uh, north shore. And the so the inlet was not too far away, maybe a 10 or 15 minute drive. So we got there, I got out of the car, I went to grab my camera bag, and I couldn't find my camera. And I was, I was looking through the back seat, I was looking through the trunk, I was looking everywhere. And I thought, oh crap, I left it at the hotel or it fell off the, the trunk or the roof or something. And so we drove back to the hotel and we found my camera bag sitting in the parking lot. And so we uh, were delayed a little bit, so we, we uh, kind of skipped that portion of trying to get some Milky Way shots. And we headed into Lake McDonald to try and get some sunrise, uh, early blue hour shots of Lake McDonald with the... Uh, rocks, you know, the famous rocks in the foreground and when we shot there and, and also some of the docks and canoes and stuff. So I got a couple pictures there. We hung out there for a little bit, got sunrise, and then we headed into Avalanche uh, Campground at the Avalanche uh, Creek there. And we were going to get a campground there for the next two nights. So it's a first come first serve basis uh, they have a couple of campgrounds that are first come first serve so we did that so we got up there really early probably around eight o'clock is when we got in there and we just drove around in the loop and we're able to find a campground um, right there at the front so worked out great so if you're willing to take a chance uh, I recommend doing that if you want to stay in Glacier they have uh, uh, some first come first serve uh, campgrounds you have to get there early though so we set up our camp, and then we uh, hiked up Avalanche Creek and shot in the gorge there and spent, I don't know, probably 45 minutes to an hour shooting in the gorge, trying different angles, things like that. It's a fun place to shoot. I could spend probably all day just shooting around in there because there's just so much variations, and I was switching out lenses to super wide, and then I was using my telephoto, my 7200 for shots. And it's just a just a fun place to kind of shoot around in. And then we hiked up to Avalanche Lake up, up there. That's a pretty easy hike to go up there. And did some took some photos up there. We actually hiked around to the, let's see, it would be the south end of the lake and shot back to the, uh, to the facing to the north, did a couple photos there. We went back to our camp. So we spent the afternoon uh, driving back and forth there. And then, so for dinner, we decided to go up to Logan Pass, and then we hiked on the High Line Trail, and we were going to go, we were going to try to get to a place called Haystack Rock, but we didn't quite make it there um, because we ran out of light, and so I had a backup plan, and that was to shoot it, just kind of a viewpoint looking at a face of a mountain. I don't know what the mountain peak is called, but it just popped up there. So that's one of the photos behind my shoulder here if you're watching the video, but I'll also put it on the screen. So the, the sunlight would hit this face of the rock as, it, as the sun was setting. It just was absolutely gorgeous up there. So we spent the sunset up there on the High Line Trail. 
and then we stuck around for some Milky Way photos and, uh, and then we hiked back to the car and since it was dark and we we're in the national and we we're in the park and there's a lot of bears uh, in the park we were pretty worried about bears um, and if there's anything you've learned from my previous videos or pre previous uh, podcasts here is that uh, I like to be out with the bears at night um, and so we were I was whistling we were hay bearing and hiking back to the car so we had flashlights we were we were prepared we had bear spray all that stuff so we get back to probably a couple hundred yards before we got to the car and we were kind of getting to this area and we're like okay this is the area that probably we would come across the bear because it's kind of meadowy and uh, kind of open but there are some trees here and there and and um, we ended up um, coming around this turn and hear this rustle in the in the in the bushes right below our feet and so we kind of both jumped back and shined our flashlights on it and and um, it was a it was a porcupine so there was this porcupine that just kind of shuffled in the bushes and kind of scattered uh, scampered away and we were like oh it's just a porcupine and then we realized holy crap that was a porcupine we could have been we could have been quilled you know we could have been in a lot of pain right now if we would have like stepped on it or been any closer or whatever else so we are kind of thankful that uh, it was just a porcupine but on the other hand it was like whoa that was a porcupine so we ended up making it back to the car just fine went back to our tent and slept for the night we got on the next morning early and we went and photographed uh, sunrise up along the um, up along Logan Logan Pass up there we ended up uh, going hiking up to Hidden Lake um, in the it was probably mid-morning or so and uh, we kind of got up there before the crowds and hiked up there and it was nice and kind of clear and there was I forgot to tell you this was um, we were up there about two weeks after a huge fire had broke out it was the Reynolds Creek fire so it was just east of the Logan uh, Pass um, uh, visitor center up there. And so they had kind of contained the fire, but it was still pretty smoky. And when the winds would change, you'd get, you'd get a lot of smoke and things. So a lot of my pictures had a lot of smoke in them for like the sunset, the sunrise, the one you'd see just over my shoulder here. But there was a lot of smoke going on in the air. So we got up there to Hen Lake and it was actually pretty clear and then we got right as we got up to the viewpoint to where you could see Hidden Lake and Beartooth Mountain I think it's Beartooth Mountain something like that um, it, the smoke just kind of filled in that whole valley and we just couldn't even see it it was so smoky and stuff and and it was it was just you could taste it and smell it really bad the smoke was just terrible so so we got up there we so thought oh that was pretty cool we were gonna hike on further but it was just so smoky we decided to go back down so we went back down and we saw some mountain goats. We saw some uh, bighorn sheep and got some pretty cool pictures of those guys uh, in that area. So that was that was pretty neat to go see. And uh, so we went back down as the crowds were starting to fill in and come up. And we ended up uh, going back down to our tent, to our camp. And we tried to take a nap, I think, in the around lunchtime or something. But it was really hot that day. And uh, I think we were both just like dying. So we're like, okay, well, let's go drive around. Let's go check out the, uh, 
the river and see if we can find some waterfalls or something. So we went back over to the river and we're driving around and we found this trailhead to go up to McDonald Falls is what it's called. So we ended up going up there to McDonald Falls and we uh, hiked over to that and photographed, uh, photographed in there for a little bit. And then we found um, the, and that was right there at the inlet uh, to Lake McDonald. So we went over and checked that out and we ended up shooting, I ended up shooting sunset over at the inlet of Lake McDonald. And there was a lot of smoke in the sky. So there were some kind of hazy colors and things. After that, we uh, called it a night. Well, Aaron called it a night and went back to our camp and she went to sleep and I ended up going, I drove up the river a little bit, went back over to the inlet there and did a couple Milky Way photos on the bridge and and of the inlet. I was going to hike out to the lake, but being by myself at night in the national, in this national park that's got a lot of bears, I thought, yeah, I probably shouldn't be around the water by myself at night. So I didn't go hiking out, out to the lake there. So the, come the next day, we uh, decided uh, we were going to go head over to the Swift Current Many Glacier area. So we got up uh, pretty early, I think, again, which was the kind of the, the par for the course for this trip. It was, I had convinced Aaron, this is a work trip. We got to get up and we got to shoot sunrise. Uh, you know, we can sleep more during the middle of the day when the light's not so great, but we got to shoot sunrise. We got to shoot sunset. We got to shoot some Milky Way stuff. So it was kind of some long days, but she was good with that for the most part. So we got up early that day. We uh, did some, uh, some pictures uh, along the Logan Pass there. And then we headed over and they just opened the road to go over to the east side over to St. Mary. So I think they opened it up either that day or the day before. So we were driving through the area that got burned by the wildfires. And so this place, this area, this whole area was just charred black. It was smoky. You, I mean, you can still see smoke coming up from where these, where the trees were, were all burned. The forest was burned and it was just charred black and it was just kind of apocalyptic to drive through. So it was really kind of interesting to drive through that. So I think we were one of the first ones to drive through because I think they opened it just that day or the, the day before. And uh, so we drove through there. We drove over, went over to uh, St. Mary's campground, got our campsite reserved for that one. So again, it was a first come first serve type of thing. So we got in there early. Um, we probably got in there like 8.30, 9 o'clock or something like that. I think we were pretty lucky too because of the camp uh, or because of the fires kind of drove a lot of the people away. So we were fortunate to get uh, campgrounds. So we went in, we set up our tent, and then we headed up over to uh, the Swift Current Mini Glacier area. So we got up there and we uh, went and did a hike to Red Rock Falls. It's a great place to go spend the day and go swim and cool off for the day. There's some cool little swimming pools and things that you can go and just kind of swim around in. And then we hiked back from there and after that we came in and we were set up at the bridge at uh, Swift Current Falls, so where the, the outlet of Swift Current Lake there, we were set up there and we were just kind of uh, waiting for sunset to happen. So we were just kind of hanging out and met a couple people, talked to them, and there was a couple people that came hiking out of the trees behind us on this trail that just kind of went down along the river. And they saw my camera and stuff and they said, oh, are you a photographer? I said, yeah, I'm out just taking pictures. And 
and uh, you know doing this for a for a hotel that's going to be you know buying the pictures and stuff. They said, oh, well down the trail a little ways we just saw this bear, and uh, so if you guys want to go down there you can go see this bear, which is actually this picture here off to the right on uh, if you're watching the YouTube video. I'll post a bigger one here too so you can see um, you know see this bear a little bit larger. And uh, so we ended up going down this trail a little bit, and we didn't know exactly where this bear was. They just said, oh, it's just down the trail a little ways. And so we we're kind of like excited, but also nervous because we we're like, well, did they see it on this side or did they see it across the river? Where did they see it? So we get down and we come across this uh, nice little rock, uh, rock ledge there. And so we could kind of oversee the, the waterfalls and the, and the valley kind of beyond and the river beyond. So we got up there and we we're kind of, looking around and everything a nice vantage point and we saw the the bear Aaron saw the spot of the bear across the river on the on the other hill and he was over there just uh foraging through berry berry bushes and stuff and eating and and so we watched him and for a little bit and then he came across uh, and down across the river and that's where this photo comes in uh comes into play where he was getting ready to cross the river he ended up jumping in the water and kind of swam across the river, waded across the river. And and then he came across the river and down below us. And then we lost sight of him. And we thought, oh, he's down below us. We don't know if he can get up to us pretty easily or what. But we had left our bear spray back in the car. So we were like, we should go back to the car and get the bear spray. So we hurried and grabbed, our, grabbed my camera, threw it in my backpack, and kind of ran back to the car, grabbed the bear spray, and they made our way back to our vantage point, and he uh, and we were kind of uh, unknown at this point to where the bear was. So we were kind of like hurrying back to get to the spot, but we were kind of cautious because we were hiking through trees and stuff, and we didn't have the greatest visibility through these trees. And uh, anyway, so we got back down to that vantage point, and we saw that he crossed back over to the other side of the river. And he was over there just, again, forging through uh, through the berry bushes and stuff. And we noticed there were some people across the way that were um, uh, above him on the, on the hill there. And they didn't see that he was, that this bear was, um, was above the, or was below them. So they were just nonchalantly just like checking out the beautiful waterfall and stuff and didn't realize that this bear was down below them and was kind of coming up on them. So we were whistling and we were waving our arms and jumping around and stuff and trying to get these people's attention. And when we were doing that, there were some people that were that were stopped up above on the road and they saw us and so they looked down and they saw the bear. So we had caught their attention, they saw the bear down below. So that naturally caused a bear jam. And so all these people started to get out in their car and I'll share the video here for you guys watching on YouTube, but there was uh, this bear comes up the hill and there's this lady out there with her cell phone trying to take pictures. Got way too close to this bear. She kind of walks back to her car and you can see the bear come up and, and stand on this rock. And he was kind of, I don't know if he was annoyed or if he was just trying to get across the road or what, but he didn't seem to like that that lady was there. So uh, we watched him, the bear, he crossed the road. He went up the hill a ways and uh, we watched him for a little bit and... Um, while we were waiting for the sun to get lower in the sky. And so we got the pictures. I got these pictures of the Swift Current Falls here. Beautiful clouds, beautiful sun rays that, we get, that I got over the mountains there. Some of my favorite pictures are from this area. 
So after that, we uh, Aaron was had to go to the bathroom or or something. So we ended up going back to the to the lodge there, to Swift Current Lodge, and or Many Glacier Lodge. I don't know what it's called. Um, so we got back to there. She had to go to the bathroom, and I I said, well, I'll go back. I'll get the car. I'll bring it up closer to the lodge so we don't have to walk all the way back. Cause she was kind of done hiking for and for the day. Cause we'd done the Red Rocks and we walked down along these uh, along the river here. So I had gone back to, I had gone outside and I was gonna go get the car. And I uh, came outside and noticed that the clouds were blown up with color. So the, the sun had dipped behind the mountains, but it hadn't set yet. So um, the clouds were just blown up with this color. So I uh, had my camera with me, of course, and I ran up the hill and got this picture uh, above, the, above the lodge here. One of my favorite pictures I've got it hanging in my office at work, actually, love it. And then I ran down to the car, which was right down close to the water's edge. So I ran across the street to the lake and took a couple other pictures that I'll show here. And just the clouds and colors were just awesome. So this is one of my favorite, favorite sunsets that, that I got from this trip. And uh, we had really actually good weather, come to think of it, this whole trip. We had great sunrises, uh, except for Lake McDonald. I think it was pretty boring, kind of no clouds in the sky, but we did have some some, some smoke in the sky that kind of softened the light and provided some cool haze kind of atmosphere to, to some of the photos. So that was kind of good, but we had good weather the whole time. We didn't really get rained on or anything like that. Clear skies at night. So that was the, uh, the last night of our trip. Turned out great for the sunset. We drove back to the campground at St. Mary's Lake, or St. Mary's Campground, excuse me. And uh, we um, went went to bed. Erin ended up waking up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom. She woke me up because she didn't want to walk to the to the bathroom herself. So I had to go walk her down to the restroom, which was understandable because they had seen a bear in the campground, uh, I think the day before we got there. So. We, uh, I, I walked her back to the, uh, to the, or walked her down to the bathroom, and um, we got up the next morning. I was, we were looking through photos. We were trying to figure out what to do, and I told her, I said, you know, I got all, I got, I think I got enough photos for the hotel. So, if we want to be done, we can be done. We can start heading back home or whatever, because, you know, being in northern Montana, we, we could make the drive in a day, but it'd be a really long day, or we could break it up and maybe stop in Yellowstone for the day. So, we decided to do that. We ended up going to. Uh, drive into into Gardner, Montana, on the north uh, gate of Yellowstone, and we spent the night there. And then we the next morning we drove into Yellowstone Park and hit Canyon and uh, over to we went over to uh, Grand Prismatic, and then we came back out through West Yellowstone, and headed home through uh, through the uh, you know through Idaho. So um, what's funny about that is we got up early that morning to go through Yellowstone to see to you know see the wildlife and stuff when we didn't see hardly any wildlife we saw three deer it was a, a doe and three of her is it a doe yeah a doe and a couple of calves they were yearlings or whatever but those were the only animals we saw we didn't see any bison we didn't see any elk we didn't see any coyotes or fox or anything like that we just it was just just dry there was nothing no animals for that trip for that trip through Yellowstone. We got home, no problems, and I got the photos, uh, some of the photos edited and sent off to the owner 
to Eric and uh, the interior designer. They worked through the photos and picked out some that they wanted to use in the hotel. So they ended up ordering, it was 140 prints and it was about uh, 18 or 20 different photos that they used. Maybe not that much, but um, somewhere in that range, maybe 15 to 20 photos that they ended up using and um, for the hotel. So if you're ever in the hotel, in the, in the Kalispell area, be sure to stop in and uh, check out the, the uh, Best Western at Flathead Lake. You'll see my photos hanging up in the hallways. If you ever stay there, you'll see the photos in the, in the rooms. And if you, see, if you go there, make sure you uh, tag me on Instagram, take a photo, send it to me, whatever. And I'd love to see that you uh, were able to see my photos hanging in the, in the hotel there. Uh, that's the story behind my trip to Glacier and the story behind these photographs that I've shared with you on this video. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you did, give me a thumbs up, comment down below if you have any questions. If you want any tips on places to go while you're in Kalispell or in Glacier, comment down below, shoot me a message on Facebook or Instagram, and I'll be happy to share with you some of my location. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Till next time, bye.